0: Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Term show, Nick and myself are sitting down with Ingrid and Richard Clayton. This is an amazing power couple and they are like superheroes in disguise because when you see them around, they're, to me they're very quiet, but then when you understand their story, they are very powerful. They right now own 20 different investment properties. When you hear their story of how they started buying their first home here in Canada and then how they got their first income property and the journey that they went through, you're going to. Think Think anything is possible. These two are an amazing. uh, I, I really think they're a power couple. Richard is a software engineer. Ingrid is the head of a high school math department. And Ingrid is right now putting the finishing touches on a book on financial education that she's publishing. We're gonna bring her back to talk about that. But on this episode, we go through their journey, how they started with one property, took that property to two properties, how they leveraged their properties and their personal growth to buy more and more properties. It's an amazing story. Nick and I both had a blast sitting down, talking with them. And listen, if you like this kind of story and you want to map out your own real estate journey, that's what we do here at Rockstar. If you visit www.rockstarinnercircle, we have all sorts of different resources that you can leverage to begin your own journey or to push your journey further. We have free copies of our books on that website. We have free videos. We also have our links to our podcast like this. We have free reports that we give away, and we have a 90-minute introductory real estate training class where we share all the strategies that we are working with today in 2020 with real estate investors right across the Golden Horseshoe and the GTA. So investors just like Ingrid and Richard, the different strategies that we're using right now that are working to to buy properties, to create cash flow, we share at that training class. You can register for that class also at rockstarinnercircle.com. So that's www.rockstarinnercircle.com for any Canadian-based real estate information that you're looking for. And with that, let's get on with the show.
1: Are you ready to live life on your terms? is it time to take charge real estate business building the economy health and nutrition and more it's the your life your term show with tom and nick Caradza.
0: are you ready let's go we are live with ingrid and richard clayton and the reason i say ingrid first is because on the member of the month story that I have in front of me here, Ingrid's name is first. So, Richard, I just want to say I'm not. You know, I'm, that's why I'm saying it's very clear right here. It's Ingrid and Richard Clayton. I think yeah.
1: more more men in relationships can probably can probably learn from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Nick, by the way, I didn't ask. You can hear me okay? Yeah, perfectly. You're it's a, amazing. You're Usually I can't. No, I know. I know. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> you can. Um, guys, thanks for coming all the way in here from. Stop up, pounding the table. From the other no side way. of Markham, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, from the other side of the city in Markham. Um, you guys have been members for since 2012. Yes. And then reading your story that you shared now as the second time members of the month at Rockstar, um, really completely inspiring. So I just want you to guys to know this, uh, Richard. While you were not here, I was telling Ingrid behind your back that Nick and I are very thankful for these stories mm. because this is this keeps us connected to you even if we're not working directly alongside you. Right, and right. so we really appreciate you sharing this kind of stuff. You Great. know. So I, well, let's start at the beginning. Where are you? I know you guys mentioned right at the start of your explanation in in this story that uh, you shared with Rockstar members that you're immigrants to Canada. Where are you born? In Jamaica. Both of you born in Jamaica? Yes, yes. yes. We were supposed to go to Jamaica in March.
2: Oh, yes? Yeah.
0: No, we were literally on Thursday before March break. We were our family was still talking because it was three families and everyone was saying, "Hey, are we still going to Jamaica? Because you know all this COVID Mm -hmm. stuff's happening." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, we're going." I said, "Just bring some extra cash in your pocket, you know, in case something goes sideways and you need to we need to pay our way out of a jam." (laughs) This is where my my brain goes, right? I'm already wearing my gold chain. I got some gold on me. I know this sounds crazy. I know I realize how crazy this is, but I'm like, "I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I got I got some precious metals on me. I got some cash." And on Friday, I guess uh, the NHL canceled. The NBA canceled. Stuff really? started happening on Friday morning at nine. My brother-in-law calls me and says, "Hey, are we still going to you know Jamaica?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're going. I need this trip." And uh, by 11:30, canceled everything. Oh. World was shut down. I felt like and uh, it was over. Yeah. So uh,
3: I think even there, if you did come closer to the mic, come closer. If to you the did mic. try to go, I think they they were telling you. Yeah. they're not letting you off the plane. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <really> <laughs> think yeah, they changed they yeah. changed it pretty <laughs> quick. They, they didn't did. even let people off the plane. They're really they're like, um they... if you don't live here then go they, back were, go back. <laughs> they were go back. They were
1: cuz cuz you know some people that went and they were the resorts were laying people off. Yes. During the week of March break while there were guests there, they were closing areas of the hotel knowing that Absolutely. the bookings had just mm. basically vanished, yes. right? So but yeah,
0: beautiful, beautiful place. But yes. That would have been uh, our fourth year in a row going there. Mm. It's funny because we went to all different islands yes. over the years, never to Jamaica. Oh. Don't know why. Oh. We finally go to Jamaica. We're like, why didn't anyone tell us about Jamaica? <laughs> The people are amazing. The food's amazing. The first year we get there, there's like a dance thing on the beach, like a Saturday night dance party or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to... help <laughs> hope you me. didn't dance like that. No, that's how <laughs> like I tried. Based <laughs> on that move. No, that's how I tried to dance. They tried to teach me how to dance. Mm-hmm. And I see these guys dance and these, these women dancing. And I'm like... My body <laughs> just cannot, <laughs> I just, I can't move like that. Do you know what I mean? And I have no <laughs> shame, so I'm trying to dance, but it's just bad, really bad. Anyway, what? To, where, where in Jamaica? Where are you from in Jamaica?
2: It's funny. I was born in St. Mary, but um, I moved to Kingston when my grandmother died. So I, I grew up with my grandparents for the most part, but then um, my, my mom used to live in Kingston. So once they died, I went to live with my mom in Kingston. Yes. Got it.
0: And got it. Cool. I can see you're you're getting just emotional talking about that there. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, you guys met in Jamaica, or ju- yeah. Okay. So were you in Kingston as well? Then.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in well, just outside of Kingston, uh, somewhere called Portmore. It's a. It would be the equivalent of the suburb of Toronto, which yes. w- which we like do live yeah. in Markham now. So it's yeah. like the same thing. Got it. Got <laughs>
0: it. Yeah. You just came to the cold, but you live in the same <laughs> kind of dynamic. <laughs> That's yeah. right. But. Uh, Cool. And then, so what was the impetus? Like, what what was the reason for leaving Jamaica? Like, why? And and, and then, why Canada? Why Canada? Why Toronto?
2: Um, Well, I love Toronto. Well, I guess Canada in general, because um, like I read about it. um, U.S. I wasn't so sure about the U.S. You know, it's funny because we have a lot of um, a lot of people in Jamaica. They they migrate to the U.S. And when I went to the U.S. for the first time, I have to say i was not really impressed you know (laughs) so um where'd you you go in the u.s i I went to i went to florida uh and i went to new york and um it's funny because when people are in new york you know they made it sound like oh you know it's it's foreign (laughs) they like to say that right and when i went to new york um i was like oh I Just don't know if I really like this. It yeah, wasn't yeah. my thing
1: at yeah. all. It is. Bi- yeah. I mean, it's. I, I like visiting New York, but I think yeah. for me personally as well, to live there yes. would be another So I think that animal. was The, the yeah, driving
2: yeah. too was crazy oh, because yeah. as, cause driving is crazy in Jamaica, but then when I went to New York, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember we were going across the bridges and they were like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. I don't know if I could live like yeah. this. Florida was better. It was better, but um, I think the first time I went, I saw a snake. And I was like,
1: <laughs> oh, really? But there's there's snakes in Jamaica. I know. <laughs> I've never um, seen
3: one there. Oh, really? There's not. There there are snakes, but um, a lot of us we we grew up we grew up being not as what do you call it now? We're not as adventurous as yeah. We're not <laughs> outdoor. Yeah. We're not so outdoor. So anything people. that is. Creepy crawly. Yeah. That yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's Stay like a no-no. And right. we have like a lot of lizards. Um, yeah. So
1: you're like my house. So when you see like a centipede, at this time of year, when the, when it starts to up, and you see the centipedes <laughs> yeah, inside the house, it goes, it. oh yeah, my kids start freaking out. They just start screaming. And I'm like, <laughs> so what is
0: going on? It. Nick, I don't know so, what yeah. kind of house you live in. We don't, we don't get <laughs> that in our house, okay? We clean and stuff, so we don't, we don't oh, get yeah, that. Oh yeah, maybe that's what we're missing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we
2: have this white lizard there. We call it a crooked lizard. It makes these weird sounds at night and i was so terrified of those and i
3: think it's from like the gecko family that type of lizard with the the, the fat legs and it's just, it's a different kind of lizard
0: i've never seen yeah,
2: that. I, oh my gosh they're, they're creepy and they they like to live indoors so they're all i guess the mom okay so you came whatnot. to canada so
0: you, you yeah come closer to the mic, come closer okay. to my you guys came to canada because uh uh, it was just the the last choice, basically. You crossed everything else off the list, and only, only <laughs> Toronto was left standing, so you came to Toronto. Now I get it. I get it. But, okay, you guys get here and then start a family here?
2: Yeah. Well, we st- um, my first son was born in Jamaica. Yeah. Cool. He was three when we came, yes.
0: Okay, got it, yeah. got it. So you come here with a three-year-old. Um, and then you, it sounds like you decided to move out of your, it was it, was it a town home you were living in and then to move into another house because you mentioned that you were going to have a, uh, you were having another child or I guess yes. or you had an, so, uh, another child, another boy. Uh, an, yes. Another boy, two boys. Two yes. boys. And, uh, why did you get into the real estate game at that point? Like what was the, what was the idea for keeping the properties?
2: It's funny because, um, when we left Jamaica, we had a home in Jamaica and we didn't sell it. We didn't sell it when we left. And, uh, it was really great because we could go back to Jamaica and the rent would pay the taxes, the rent would pay the mortgage, and then there was leftover money. So we could go to Jamaica, empty pockets. We just had to book her flights. And, and then there was money waiting in the accounts for us. So we could just pull out money and just spend. And you know, it's not like it was our income from what we're working in Canada here. It was just extra money as far as we're concerned. So we loved that. And then um, when we left, richard's best man rented it and he wanted to buy it and so we uh, you know we didn't want to sell it right away because we weren't sure you know you came here and you're thinking are we going to like it maybe we want to go back but eventually we decided that even if we went back we weren't going to live there perhaps we would want to live somewhere else so we are like okay when he wanted to buy we said sure but then we realized that we're gonna it's like losing the golden goose (laughs) You, you know and i'm like Oh, wow. And when we got that money, it was it was close to 2008 when everything just went down. We we're like, where are we going to put this money? You know, let's do something with it. And I said, well, let's keep the house. Let's keep the townhouse that we we're living in. Right. Because that was a time when interest rate was much lower and then we can move into a bigger home. And the mortgage was pretty much the same. Right. So so we decided to keep that to, to get back a golden goose. You know, kind of, you know, so to
1: speak. It yeah. is a yeah. tough thing about real estate. When you, like, cause it's nice because you cash Like, everyone, I think before maybe when people start investing, they're like, oh, that's great. You cash mm-hmm. out. You get this big lump of money. There, that's great. That's what I want. Yeah, after true. you invest for a little bit, you're kind of like, hold on. I actually I don't, don't want to, I want to hold on to these exactly. things. I don't want to sell these things after all. And then when you so. cash out, you pay tax. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep it and yeah. refinance it, you don't pay
0: tax. You just for keep it for longer.
1: Thing. Live off it. Leave, leave it to your kids. Let them worry about the tax problems <laughs> after. <laughs> there right? <Yeah, yeah>,
0: yeah. There <laughs> yeah, we go. So, okay. And so then that then prompts you to get, to keep the journey going. Yes. Is, Is it a book that you read that you liked real estate or was it really from your experience with your home in Jamaica that made you think, huh, this is the golden goose or was there some other influence here?
2: I think that that's what planted the seed. Yes. And, just, and who pushed this?
0: You, yeah. you Ingrid or you Richard? Ingrid's <laughs> Ingrid Ingrid <laughs> speaking. So I have a feeling Ingrid's pushing this agenda here. I,
2: I, I'm going to share a little story. I, perhaps I did oh, before. Oh, please do. Yeah, please share. I remembered um, because we were thinking of selling the house, right? And, um, and that's a townhouse. And because you know normally how it is. You sell the house that you're living in to use the money from it to to buy the other one, right? To pay for the other one. And... Um, you know, we, we, we started putting on the market in a kind of way because I didn't want people, I didn't want anyone, any real realtor in my home. So my realtor that I dealt with, you know, over the years, she got us the apartment, you know, the condos when we came and, you know, she helped us to buy the home. I said to her, I'm just going to give it to you. I don't want you to, you know, you just, you come in, you bring your people and whatnot. And I, I remember, um, you know, two offers, two or three offers came in and we were in the process of, you know, looking at the different offers, and you know, I felt I didn't want to sell it because again, I was thinking back. I'm I'm gonna loo- I lost my golden goose in Jamaica, and then now I have nothing, and I, so I'm gonna have this money. And what am I gonna do with it? There's nothing to invest it in that gave me any great return. And so I was there thinking, thinking a lot over. I'm a great thinker. And I'm always thinking. My brain never goes to rest. Goes to sleep. So I, I was there, and we were, in, you know, we were asleep. I we should have been asleep. It was late at night, and I, I said, "Richard, Richard, wake up!" And he's like, "I'm sleeping. Leave me alone." <laughs> I said, "We're not going to sell the house." He's like, "What? What's wrong with you? Go back to bed." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. <laughs> That's
2: right. I, you know, and I, 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 he's like, um, so I said. I'm not kidding. Come on. We're not selling the house. And he's like, What do you mean by you're not selling the house? Can you just go back to your bed and leave me alone? <laughs> and I said, Hear me out. He's like, I eventually, you know, he kind of came awake and he said, um, Okay, how are we going to? But I know Richard, you have to. You have to have everything packaged to show him at the time. He's quite different now. He has grown so much. At the time, you have to it's have everything. Now. You, yeah, he's totally opposite now. I don't know how is that possible. They say so you can train a train a husband, so maybe I did a fantastic job at that. But it's like the pendulum swing. And I'm pendulum over here now. And sounds like
0: the pendulum went too far. <laughs> You're exactly. gonna have to rein him in, man.
2: And um, so. So I I already thought about it and I had everything because we I knew the savings we had you know and everything and he's like how are we and, and and at the time, the house that we were buying was like, six hundred thousand dollars and and we're thinking twenty percent of that because we didn't want to pay the CMHC of course because it's not like we didn't have money or we wouldn't have had money, and and I said oh we have to we can we can make it up, we can make it up and I told him if we have this we have that we can you know we we can cash in your RSP. And whatnot. I wasn't great on RSP, anyways, you know. And um, I said we can we can make it work. We were short. We were short about ten thousand dollars. And um, you know, he said, "Well, we're short." And you know, <laughs> it's, it's like he's looking for something to make this thing fail. And I'm like, um, "Okay, yeah, we're short, but we can figure it out." At the same time, his dad. His dad worked with AT and T for years, and he got. Well, they kind of closed down the AT and T in Jamaica. So, and um, you know, he was kind of the head there, and so they paid him out. You know. I think he worked 44 years there, so oh, wow. he got a good... And I said, ask your dad. He's like, I'm not asking my dad. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, fine, I'll ask him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give me the phone.
2: Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, so I called him up and said, okay, we're trying to keep the house. We need a little little, little help. And, um, yeah, he was right on board, you, you know, and that was great. <laughs> I tell you something, um, for the closing costs, it was MB&A, you know how... MBNA have these zero yeah, percent, yeah, 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 promotion yeah, yeah. and yeah. stuff. MbA was what picked up the, the the slack, and we were like, yeah, I remember we we used to get all these because M- I used to make cash from credit cards. They used to send them in the mail, zero percent, and that time, and this was from. Do like they still send those? I remember that they yes. do send them do they still, still oh, but they, yeah, there's no, a I fee now. Know. That oh, time okay, it okay. was zero; there was no fee, and I would take it, and and I would just take the money, because sometimes I get $20,000, and I would take the money, put it in the bank, put it on the GIC for a year, right? And it's 0%, so you just have to pay to be my
0: balance. 0% for how long? A year
2: it was yeah for 12 months 12 or 15 months yes exactly so that's what I would do and I would put it in the bank you're lucky
0: you found this woman you are lucky you found this woman
2: and And it was like infinite return because all the interest was mine and I never paid anything right because it was zero percent no no um you're the exact people
0: they're not looking for (laughs) yes you are the exact customer they want the
2: undisciplined person right yeah right But what used to happen i used to close those card and then one day i called to close because I, I got lots of cards like that you know from all the banks i think I, we had great credit so i, I feel just like there them. was an era where yeah i feel like <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I
0: was getting tons of yeah. those
2: things too yeah AT&T, they, they were the I mean, um what's american express right amex they were sending and so but i would close them because there was this thing about oh too many credit cards not good and all that you don't really know yeah, right yeah, yeah. and stuff until I called MBNA one day to close, and the lady said, why are you closing it? Why don't you wait? There will be more promotions. And I was like, really? So I had that <laughs>
0: <card>. <laughs> Tell me more. Exactly.
2: So I had that card. And sure enough, about the time when we were closing on the, uh, you know, we we're going to close on the other house, yeah, there was a promotion, 15 months this time, 0%. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I, so I used that. And that's where we got the closing costs yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and they, and it was it was great because in one year the, the house had, had appreciated like almost $150,000 more one year it was crazy well, especially at that time yeah. in Markham because yeah. that's when Mark,
1: that's Markham the, that, those are the years ex- that when Markham started exploding exactly. right exactly yeah, and
2: yeah, we're yeah. like wow I said to him you see what if we hadn't done yeah. this you see you so, see how
1: smart I am you see?
0: <laughs> it wasn't yes. a nightmare it was a dream <laughs> was well a you're back
1: you're, you're like you have like an engineering mindset right because wasn't it <laughs> a systems analyst I don't know if you're saying yeah. that yeah. Yeah. but Super at one point and I remember that because I remember meeting with you once and I remember how structured and organized <laughs> exactly and uh, so yeah
0: you're always our hardest customer <laughs> <laughs> like, oh this person's looking for everything yeah <laughs> because
1: we're like look the, the numbers are basic like here's expenses <laughs> here's income like subtract them and there you go and, and often to to that type of mindset people are like well no no I need to break this out to a four tab spreadsheet that's with right. you know 100 my columns fav- man,
0: my favorite for this type of uh, person is always like well am I going to pay more tax <laughs> and I'm like well yeah if you make more money <laughs> yeah, exactly you will likely be paying more more tax mm-hmm. but, you, but it you will have more. made more money exactly you, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I found myself in half an hour discussions of why that oh I why, had that pl- oh my gosh yeah, oh, you like, exactly. went through the same thing
3: <laughs> that was the old me <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had lots of that. I so "I'm telling you, I had to have it planned out before I could, I could." I could say, "Okay, like we can do this here."
0: So basically, it's a miracle that you uh, you got here. Okay, yeah. all right. And so even
3: even for that property, just keeping the keeping the the house and doing the new house together. If you were to go back and ask us, we can't tell you how we did it. We just made it happen. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, it was it was it was a struggle initially.
1: And so you felt you felt extended at that time, I'd imagine. If you had to borrow money from your father, and then you were using the credit card to, you know, it, it, it you kind of had to really kind of push yourself a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and we still we had a little bit of savings because um, I tell you this, we didn't end up cash. One of the reasons why we end up having to use a credit card, we didn't end up cashing is RSP. Okay. So we said worst case we could do that because when, you know, God bless her soul because the lady my advisor at the bank at scotia bank she was the one who let us know cuz at the time we weren't really financially educated so much right and so she was the one who said if you cash that rsp then you're gonna lose twenty percent to the to the to the bank, you know, yeah, the taxes. government yeah, withhold, yeah. and I'm like twenty percent of my money. Are you kidding me? No way. So <laughs> that was the work around, and at the time, you know, he had like fifty thousand dollars in it. So we really had that as a safeguard. I mean, we didn't want to touch it, but at the same yeah, time, but you had a safety. We net. knew exactly, yeah, so that right. was kind of our safety net. We didn't, so so we didn't feel too. I mean, he was freaking out like crazy. I had to be. You know, it'll be fine. Have faith. Yeah. You know, but go, what
1: about <laughs> what about renting it out the first? Like, were you guys? I know you guys were doing it in Jamaica, but right. here, were, were there concerns? Well, I know there were concerns with you, I guess, obviously. Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but weren't you guys? Were you worried about like, oh my God, how are we going to manage this thing? We're going to get these, you know, the typical, uh, yep. you know, the stories yeah. were terrible tenants, or you know, all these these problems are going to come out of it. So, but you just kind of pushed it, through.
3: It worked out such that um, it just was the right time. So at that point in time, when we moved from. Or current house to the new house, my sister just happened to be looking for somewhere to rent, and you rented a family. And she oh moved no, <laughs> but no, it worked out it fine. Did, oh my god! <laughs> <It worked out laughs> yeah. Because all I wanted her to do was just to pay, cover the mortgage initially. That's all. So we rented her. She 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 got somewhere to live. She was there for like what a year and a half. Two years. Almost two years, mm-hmm. and then after that we Ch-ch- turned it into a regular rental but she did took really care of the home yeah there was no problem mm-hmm. we actually know a
1: number of people i guess over the time that have mm-hmm. done some in some way shape or form them done rented to family we yeah.
0: do yeah it, it's just and there are it, it can get messy just, if that things that don't go, yes. go yes. well it can't yes. right? it's just when it does go messy it's, it's really yeah. bad yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And, and and you know what in the back of our minds we were like if it doesn't work out we'll just sell it right i mean we didn't want to but obviously we said you know worst case we can always sell it and, and because it was Markham, it had a good, good price, you know, and um, the appreciation was just out of this world. And we realized, you know, even, even if we made nothing on it, we, the, the appreciation, you know, equity and whatnot. And, and that's time We didn't really have a big mortgage because we always double up our payments, And when we got extra money, we just dump it in there and whatnot. Yeah, so the mortgage wasn't high. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's nice to know that you came to Toronto and you probably drove through Mississauga where we're from and grew up and said, this place is crap. You, <laughs> yeah. you went directly to Markham. So like, that's just my house. Cause you know, actually Pearson's right in Mississauga. Yeah, yeah. this did happen. You came to Mississauga, like oh, I'm not, we're not staying around here. Get us <laughs> out of we here. We got over to Markham. So that's cool. That's okay. We dragged you over to Oakville now to do, the, to do this. Yes. The, okay. So that's so your, your first, so you kind of cut your teeth on all of this. And then w- when's the step to like, okay, let's do another property
2: so it was about um so when the the market crashed in um 2008 we were kind of thinking of perhaps we could do something in florida at the time and um it's, it's weird because sometimes sometimes they say you need money to make money but i paid one thousand dollars to go to a course and i think that was the best thing that ever happened because um it was it was actually um a co-worker who you know th- there were in the paper talk about how to buy money in the how to buy um, homes in the US and um, he cut it out and he gave it to me and we're supposed to go to the seminar at the Delta um, in Scarborough and it's funny he didn't he didn't show up <laughs> and, and, I, I, and I remember I drove past the Delta and said okay I'm not going I don't have any company and then I turned around and I went and that was the best thing that ever happened to me because when i you know how it is you go to these free seminars you know and it's yeah. free first but then you have to pay it it was a hundred it was a thousand dollars and i paid for it because i was like well um, richard I w- <laughs> you,
1: she lost control you I must know. have you must have been freaking out he had no idea See, this I was on the mbna
0: uh, <laughs> credit card <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's funny because so i went and, and i signed up for the, and i said to him oh you're not gonna like this you, you, you know and you know, because I just paid a thousand dollars for a course. He was like, "What?" But but he's a great guy. He doesn't he, and he doesn't get upset. He doesn't. He's like, "What? What for?" And he was he had a business trip to go to Las Vegas about the same time, and he couldn't be. He couldn't. I said, "It's for two, so it's a thousand dollars for two people, right?" And I said, um, "Oh, but you get to come, so it's really you know two for one." <laughs> and he came the Friday, and he could, and it was funny because. Um, I was trying to get um, a family member to come with me for the other two days, because it was Friday, you know how these seminars are, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and he he had to go to to Las Vegas on a business trip. So I said, so I was talking to a family member to say come and it's funny because when I was saying to the family member come with me, he was like, "How much is the course?" and I said a thousand, and he was like, "What? A thousand dollars for a course? Are you crazy?" It was already paid for. He didn't even know that, and I felt so embarrassed. I'm like, "Okay, I just went by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I went by myself, but it was the best thing because when I went, they um, at that um, seminar, I learned about taking equity out of the home, right? And that's when. He, you know, he's like, go to your bank and um, take out all the equity that you can out of, it. and explain about the twenty, the, you know, the twenty eighty, you know, loan to value thing, and 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 we went, and 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 that's when we we learned that oh, the, the 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 value of the home was so high, right? When when we left the home, it was it was because the offer that we got on it was like four hundred and something, and when they appraised it. It was five hundred and thirty-five. Yeah, so it was I was like wow. And so we took out the equity and um we started looking into you know buying in the US and guess what? Guess who we found? Tom and Mitch. Yeah. Oh, really? I was
0: waiting for you. I said thought- I thought you were about to say you found somebody in the U.S. I didn't know. Okay, you found us. Our yes. marketing finally, our marketing tentacles right. finally surrounded you. Yeah. we yes. okay, found
2: it. you guys. How did you
0: remember how you found us? Was
3: it like a Google search Richard or something? He should be the one
2: to. I don't
3: remember. I just remember the the pop up and the thing with about. Um, landlord without doing anything with so. no hassle with no hassle yeah, 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 yeah. that one we tricked you into that <laughs> one <laughs> yes, right. yeah. and then i got i went and got the book and the book yes yeah, income for income life, for life. And i read yes. the book and then uh i think i went to the i i signed up the thing sign oh, so for now you're UK. though this is interesting such, okay got. <laughs> that's it. right that's i right. came to the course because she didn't come Oh, no, he went first. I had to drive all the way from, mm-hmm. all the way from Markham. Yeah. <laughs> were we in Burlington
0: at the time or Oakville? Um, 2012. So I think, think you we were in Burlington, yeah. but Burlington. then uh, I think
3: the first time I came to the office, it was Burlington. And then by the time I went to the course, you, had, you were moving over to the got next it. place. Got
0: it. Cool. You know what? It's so interesting that you say that you drove all the way across the city. Nick and I, when we were forced to move to Burlington because the brokerage where we were in kind of went bankrupt and we had no home and we had to go to Burlington on pretty short notice we were concerned because we were moving further away from Toronto Mm -hmm. and we always had that conversation that the people who are curious, the people who want information, they're going to come, they're going to come. And we always had that talk that are like, and it sounds crazy, but we always said like our people, Mm -hmm. you know, will come, they will find us. And so that's a cool story for me personally to hear that you drove all the way there. And if it was a winter month, then that's even crazier. But you came and you found us, so we're forever grateful. But you came to us and then, okay, you thought we were crazy. Well, and then how did you overcome that?
3: <laughs> well, actually, um, the, the reason I like the, the the offer that you guys made was that I went to look at other courses. And most of the other places, they would go, okay, come and do this thing, pay $5,000 and whatever. And you go to a course and then that's it. But what I liked with their approach was that we went, went to the class and then you take us out, we go do all these things. And then after that, I guess that's we'd pay monthly. I'm sure that I've paid you guys more than $5,000 <laughs> over yeah. all of these over years. Over time now in a VIP because, member. Yeah, I think, you probably I think that's not actually a better thing. I don't feel any way about it because I think that I've gotten way more value over all of these years doing this thing. And you know, first I become the member, then I do the thing, I buy the property and so on than just going to a course that I don't think I would have benefited as much that way. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, thanks for sharing it yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think the reason that we designed it that way is we also took the courses you guys have taken <laughs> and we, we we sometimes had questions on the Monday. Yes, yes. and, and the, nobody to answer nobody's you. Nobody's there. Exactly. And, 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 and literally, exactly. we had this thought, yeah. and you've probably heard us say this, but Nick and I were like, where are the Canadians mm-hmm. who are going to put their name on the line mm-hmm. and say this will work? Yeah. We will take your hand. Mm-hmm. Let's go do this. And we literally, this is how crazy we were. We literally thought, I guess it has to be us. <laughs> do you know what I
3: mean? It yeah. was like a calling, right?
0: Exactly. Like, and then you stand up like you're Superman or something. <laughs> like, you know, I guess it's going to be us. You know. Well, and I'm glad. It. I'm glad that it was you guys because <laughs> well, that
3: that yeah. made a big difference for us. Yeah. And it, yeah. it 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 actually gave us the. Because, because at one point we were thinking, well, we can't buy property here. After we went and yeah. looked in the US market and we, yeah. we did get a condo there eventually, but we're like, things are so expensive here and it's because we're accustomed to looking where we live. Mm-hmm. And so of course I can buy another house in America. But then once we came, when I came to the course and then I went on one of the things to Hamilton first, we didn't really like Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up over in um, Oshawa. Because we went with JP, he took us to Oshawa. And I'm sure that summer we looked at. I don't. I I don't. I. If you ask us back, I'm sure we went through like a hundred houses. Yeah. But at that time, JP's very patient. JP was great. Yes, he was. He was so great. Like, how's JP coming every week? I know. Me and Nick Nick, Nick would have been like, look, man. (laughs) I've
1: shown you two. All right. (laughs) Flip a coin. Let's get on with this. Here's the income. Here's
0: the expenses. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
2: Exactly. But But JP was great though, and. What I really loved about J.P. was that he he learned quickly, right, because he was showing us properties. And and, and I think he, he was learning as we go along, like things I guess I was complaining about, <laughs> <laughs> so he was paying attention. Right. So he was paying attention. And, and so he knew he knew eventually learned quickly what I didn't like. Right. And then he, when he, he realized what I like. And um, then after a while, he was just showing me properties that I like. So I think we bought three properties in the space of Maybe six months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because she so, knew what. I-
1: <laughs> but so, but how did that? So, from Richard, how did you make this transition from where you were before? Where she was waking up in the oh. middle of the night, basically like hoping you were half asleep and, convin- and and like hoping you would just agree to keep the house. To
0: now, tricking you. Now
1: tricking you're you're <laughs> buying. Unless you're you're still sleeping while you're signing the documents. <laughs> I don't know, but but now you're buying multiple homes in th- in six months. Like what?
3: How? It's it's really that course that you talked about. Um, it 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 opened our mind quite a bit like it was a even though it was geared towards getting us to buy property in the u.s and setting up this whole complicated u.s structure it kind of opened our minds and we started thinking differently i see it. and you so we could see and, and it's something that you know, i know i even say to my sister the day that sometimes when you're it's it's not because the opportunity isn't there opportunities are always there mm. but you're just not ready to see them yet yes. until yeah. you see them and then you'll see lots of opportunities so that's exactly yeah. what happened it's funny
1: so the way I started I, I went to uh, one of those weekend courses as well and I think it was at that time the course was 5,000 bucks just for the weekend and they still mm-hmm. end up trying like selling during that, mm-hmm. that period of time for more but right, right. it was 5,000 bucks and um, so this was almost I guess this was about 20 years ago now and they they didn't even it was all like they were talking 401k, IRA mm-hmm. like they didn't even all change anything to RSP yeah. or anything yeah. like, it was pure American right mm-hmm. yeah. but but it changed the way I looked it to your point. Yes. I yeah. just, I was like, oh man, there's like opportunity. And then when I, yeah. when I started realizing in my head that there was opportunity, I could start identifying certain opportunities and I wasn't I'm not saying I was great at it, but I mean, I was just, it just changed my way of thinking. And yeah. just for that alone, yes. mm-hmm. it, you know even if I didn't use much else in that course and it was 5,000 bucks, it was it very worthwhile worth for yeah. that 5,000 bucks. Cause it exactly. got me looking mm-hmm. at things differently and it just, yeah. it changed the course of my life really. Right. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: You yeah. need to stumble into people who change your context. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, you need yes. that. Cause I find, I find, um, when I read that book, rich dad, poor dad, yes. you know, I re- I thought, Oh my gosh, like yeah. I'm, I'm chasing this income stream yeah. Yeah. and I really should be doing something different. That's right. But and it seems so obvious when you look oh, back. Yes. Yes. But yes. Like now, yeah. or, or then at the time, it was like yeah. mind-blowing. And then just to hear you about when you were learning how to tap equity from your home, mm-hmm. that's something I think that Nick and I are probably guilty of. Like, we never really talk about that because mm-hmm. we always assume everybody That'd knows that. And then we'll have new rock star members come in mm-hmm. here and say how did this person buy another home? And we're like, oh, well, most people tap equity from a property. And then mm-hmm. been, they're like, you can do that? Yes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> we have to yeah. remember yeah. to share some of these things because you yourself change. So you just assume yeah. everyone <clears throat> thinks the way you do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's so cool yeah. that you, you managed to yeah. change that framework. Yeah. Well, th-
3: that was part. That was, that was the most thing. But another thing that changed also is that when we went back into the bank, once you decided that we're not going to sell the house, and she convinced me, we went back into the bank and we were talking to the lady at her desk, you know, you go and you haggle over some rates and whatever. And <laughs> she said, Oh, I have to talk to my manager. And she goes around the back and <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then w- the manager talked to us. He said, okay, come into my office. And then he started telling us about, Oh, he has some clients and they have like 25 condos and all that. I'm like, okay, how did I do that? And then he was the one that told us, yeah. you know, you can just remortgage your house. And well, I'm like, are we in the right bank? <laughs> 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 how is he telling us this? <laughs> but it's, what I noticed was after that, our discussions with the bank changed totally. Yeah, it does. Like when you come in as an investor and you have this property mm-hmm. over here and you have another house, mm-hmm. there's they, you have a different conversation than yeah. just the regular person coming in for for a mortgage. Yeah. So yeah, they'll yeah. share more with yeah. you. Yeah. And I and
2: I really I really like that you guys, you know how you guys uh, mentioned books that you guys read because I think the the Robert Kiyosaki you know it, that came from you guys saying we read this book and and Richard was like oh. Let's try, let's get this book, right? And so we read all the, the Rich dot Poor dot series. And that's just you guys saying we read this book and we learned that. So that made a huge difference too. So you may think that mentioning books to read is not, it's, it's really useful because it really worked for us. Reading those books, you know, really changed our mindset as well. And um, I, I think you're not giving Nick and, and Tom, you know, a little bit of credit where, yes, the, the the seeds were planted when he came to that course, but when he came to them, mm-hmm. and they were kind of reiterating what, you know, was said in that, but more on the Canadian side, then because honestly, he was kind of the one who convinced me that it could work in Canada because I was more looking out, right? And that was what he so got from you guys. So he saw an example, guys. maybe. Yeah, that's exactly. Where yeah, exactly. that's after I came to the course. Right, right. So when he came to you, t- when he came to you guys, what he learned from you, then he was bringing it home, t- you know, home to me. And then I was like, oh, okay, so we can do it here too. Okay, tell me about it. So now it was the tables had turned a little <laughs> bit because then he was telling me, I was like, well, it's so expensive and whatnot. So, so, um, so you guys really helped to change things around and and to change his his mindset a whole lot as well it isn't
1: attractive like when you're looking you know when you look at the properties and you're thinking Mm -hmm. well i can buy a property over here for whatever the number was at that time it was probably less than a hundred thousand, right but even now if you're like i can buy this u.s property for 150 grand or i can go to some suburb in Toronto of Toronto of the Golden Horse area I can buy it for 550 like this is yeah, insane like why is. would the 151 makes so much more sense exactly, right but exactly. uh, yeah there's lots of opportunity left still mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's, it's, it, it is it, it is a tough thing though because it just seems like when you look at the two different numbers you just see the number I know. and you're like one is way more intimidating <laughs> than, than the other you know <laughs> yeah. So
0: I feel like when you get when you peel back the curtain on the money system like the way the, the banker mm-hmm. s- started talking to you differently mm-hmm. I feel like you discover the world is your oyster yes Yes. and up until that and then it makes me reflect on our parents who came here as immigrants just as you guys did and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh their network of people was so tight like our father just hang out hung out with croatians not that there's anything wrong with that but that was his i guess his comfort zone Mm -hmm. right Right? Mm -hmm. and 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 I, i now that we were born here and educated here i reflect back and i say the advantages we have because all of our friends work in banking sector right. or work in tech and I'm like our network has that's grown right. so much and I feel like when I meet new people to Canada that's something I now feel like we can offer Absolutely. like hey if you meet us at Rockstar we'll tell you who our lawyer is and it might sound ridiculous like oh it's yes. just a lawyer I'm like no you don't understand it's taken us like two decades to like, this is huge okay like <laughs> just what I'm telling you right now you should give me $25,000 right <laughs> I'm joking I'm joking but do you know what I mean I of feel course. like it's that valuable I'm like here's it the is. accountant here's it the is. lawyer and I I feel like we're in such a position to offer that stuff. I feel I feel really happy, like grateful to mm-hmm. be able to do that because I I wish maybe our parents had someone doing that with them yes if that makes yes. sense Absolutely. so now to be in that position a little bit mm-hmm. well just think about your kids
1: right yeah. your kids now from all the lessons that you've learned and then now the, the net their own network of people that they have here yes it just gives them such such a strong a, a larger foundation to build themselves off of Absolutely. right so yeah. we were fortunate that way where mm-hmm. they had something and then we kind of we piggybacked on the success that they had yes. when they came here to give us a stable foundation it makes a big difference yeah. for sure and then mm-hmm. i
0: naturally always feel like we're all getting screwed so <laughs> And by that time, I'm like, here, learn this. You should know this. This is how it works. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, so then how? So then you did a rent to, with JP, who's yes. obviously still works with us here at Rockstar. Yes. You did a rent to own, and then you did, I think, regular rentals. You got up yes. to. You, oh, hold on, what
1: are you, you guys are still working, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. What are, you, what are you? You're you guys? Where are you, so we have the systems analyst guy. Yes. Right. Software yeah, engineer. Software engineer. Okay. Yeah. I, I. Software engineer. I think no, because you know what? I think systems you said analyst. systems analyst to me, and the only reason I, 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 and I could be wrong. But the only reason I, I I thought that is because when I went to college I took a systems analyst program and I'm like this this thing like no one is calls themselves a systems no, analyst even though did. they even though they did right. but it wasn't popular and that's why for some reason it stuck out of my head maybe that, but I could be wrong too.
0: <laughs> right? Software engineering and you were
1: teaching. Yes yeah, the so, whole the whole time you've been teaching? Yes. Same what what high school?
2: Yes, high school. I'm the head of the math department too, so it's, I don't know how honestly oh, don't did. even now, ask. I don't know how I do now it. Now right? we get the numbers. See, this <laughs> is where the finance
0: came in, right? The head of the math department. <laughs> Yeah, the credit the credit card companies did not. They really didn't know. Oh, 0% for this many months. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like
2: infinite return, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's cool. And so you're still the head of the math department. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk about your book in a second because I want to I get there. But um, just on the property thing, because now you guys are holding like 20 some odd properties. You've purchased a bunch of properties. Mm-hmm. So it just evolved. Like you tapped equity from one purchase to keep moving forward. Yeah. A combination of, I think, started with rent-to-own, but then regular re- straight rentals and that stuff. Right. Yep. And then how do you get to the 24-unit bil- building in the States? You,
3: how oh, did that? It's a long road. But <laughs> yeah. um, basically... Who's three. taking the blame for that one? <laughs> <laughs> hey. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of years back, um, I was, we, were, we, we went and did a bunch of other courses and we learned about uh, com- buying commercial property and all this stuff. And we were looking for a, a larger property here, and we just couldn't find any. They that are a bit harder worked. to find. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you find them, but and the finance in here is the cap rate and, and the yeah. demand yeah.
0: is so high. The, exactly, mm. the cap, cap, cap rates are pushed so yeah. low. Yeah.
3: It's yeah. hard. It's hard. So we actually went out. Of, even we even in, we, we didn't even stay here. We went. We were in out of province. We went all the way to Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. um, looking for property there, but we just couldn't find any that worked. So I. I was, I started to look in the states, and we found uh, this property in in Ohio, which on the paper it's it it, it was perfect. Um, we even drove down there. We spent we drove like what is it like eight hours or whatever. Six we drove hours. to look at it at mm-hmm. some point after we had made the offer, and we got that property, but. To get to the financing, it was very. It was crazy. It I was very you. challenging, so to speak, for you guys to say it was challenging. Two people <laughs> who, who get stuff done. Yeah, It's yeah, challenging. Yeah. It was challenging, but yeah. one of the reasons why we got it happening was because of her. She has pre- pre- previous um, connection in the in the US because she went there for a student exchange program way way back. Oh Oh, yes. cool. oh yeah. When okay. I was
2: when I was a student, I went there to work. And I got a social security, right? Oh, yeah, so it. I was able to use that to get even a driver's license, and, <laughs> and <laughs> nice. I had credit down there too. So I got credit card, and so I have US even
1: though you had it, even though you hadn't used it in so long, it was still. I hadn't used it.
3: We didn't it. even know. It didn't because even know. Yeah. One time is when we when we went to the U.S. to open a, an account for yeah. that company but, that was set up in the U.S. We were there talking to the guy, the banking guy, and yeah. he was like, oh, "Okay, um, so I need an address for you. So we had a cousin in the states. She gave us the, her address to use, and mm-hmm. we've used it. And he says, okay. Uh, This will be, but you know, if you had a, if you had some other kind of thing like a social security number that would work, and then she said, "Well, I have this one that you know I got from way back, but it's expired." And was like, "I don't care, give it to me." No, he said, "No, (laughs) no,
2: no, no, I I was saying I think it expires, but he was like, as far as I'm, this was Bank of America, right? So we were in Bank of America, and he was like, as far as I'm concerned." Social security numbers never expire, right? <laughs> so I, And I always have that card in my wallet. You know, I change wallets. I must have changed tons of wallets. Then, but I always stick it in there somehow. And so I had it with me, and, and I showed it to him. He's like what <laughs> and he took it around the back and came back and i don't know it, it seems gr- like...
3: and he brought back credit cards for yes us. yes <laughs> no, no way really yes way
2: oh my god! Oh my gosh
3: jackpot so we're exactly
2: like, <laughs> it was like gold
3: <laughs> so we're like hmm okay so that gives a, that gave us some some impetus to go even further and yes. we, we 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 were able to qualify for a mortgage it's cool. not the normal mortgage but we got yeah. we got that done and we bought that property. So yeah. th- that's yeah. that was a.
2: I mean, it's eight percent is high, months. but because the it makes a lot of income, right? And so we still cool. cash. We can, we can still manage the cash flow, you know. And and this is where I'm saying he's totally he has so he has changed so much because, because I used to look at. 8% Are you kidding me? Are you crazy? But he's like that's not what you look at. You look at the cash flow. Is there a cash flow? <laughs> <laughs> engineer, engineer. Exactly. Is there a cash flow? Who cares? It's the tenants who is paying for this. You know, it's not like we're paying for it. It's it's the it's the rent that's paying for it. So if if the rent can carry 8% then What's the big deal? Let's do it. It's funny when your
0: mind you have that mind shift. And where you always think, you know, as you grew your properties here now back in Canada as well, were you always thinking cash flow or like longer term? Were you buying for cash flow, hoping for appreciation or Mm -hmm. just not caring about cash flow and just banking on it? What was your mindset around buying the properties here?
2: I, I think we mostly went from you guys' philosophy, um, cash flow, but the equity. You know, don't bank on the equity too much. Focus on cash flow. Focus on long term. And, and I think eventually we kind of start thinking a lot about that, which is, which is why we kind of st- stop renting to own, you know, the, the way that you guys used to do it. We only do it now when people, we, you know, we did one not too long ago. Um, so when people want the house, right and they need the help to purchase it so we do it that way we don't buy from a
0: straight rent to a rent to own no we we let them so
2: they want the house oh sorry so they yeah so so what they do they they go they they do the inspection they do everything they do not get um the they cannot qualify through the bank so we help them to buy the home and then, yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't take away from what we have That's because we were cool. selling the rent to own and then we don't have, yeah, and it's so yeah. expensive to rebuy that I'm like,
0: the reason we started with rent now we do everything and actually rent yeah. owns a tiny percentage of what we do now, right, but right, the reason right. we started with it, it was just such a nice way for investors who had yes. never got in with you know, because we had already had more experience in other areas ourselves, but yeah. this this was just single family home. Mm-hmm. You get some money up front. Yeah. It's yes. really nice to manage. So it was just a little. It was kind yeah. of like for the, the gateway drug. Yes, you know, yes. It and definitely like, was. Here, here, yes, try this out, and yes. then, you know, you'll yeah. kind of branch off, and well, it's, a, it's a low up.
1: commitment mm-hmm. way to test the, yes. to test the market. I think and so m- too. Most often, we yes. see, and we've seen, we the percentages yeah. are well over half the people that we've worked with want to buy ha, to have bought another property mm. and then there's more people that want to buy you know another property but there's some capital restraints there right. yeah. but because all the bad things that they're kind of convinced themselves <laughs> might happen True. don't really happen then mm-hmm. they're like okay and they might do another rent to own or like you guys are like hey you know we multiple times people have come to us and they're like okay so they're like this is all kind of good and stuff now that i've had this for a while like mm-hmm. it's all good but here's the problem that. Yeah. W- if, what happens if they buy it? Yeah, hey, yeah. it's gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. And we're like, okay, now yeah. now you get it. Yeah. You know. So yeah. now they want to start doing other stuff, right? Precisely. So yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah. I, I still believe it's it's a great way to go because you you we use that time to financially educate ourselves, right, and to to learn more from you guys while we had the rent to own them no issues with the tenants or whatnot because again they feel like it's their home so you don't have that issue so so we use that time to 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 build our capacity and to just just educate ourselves, you know to be more financially intelligent and and to learn some of the 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 woes you know that members experience and stuff so that by the time we get into straight rentals we're tougher right and then you know, we've heard some experiences that we I think that's how we can all through. support each other yeah. because
0: I think when you're when we were by ourselves uh, buying properties and crap hits the fan, you feel like just selling everything immediately yeah. and you feel like you're so alone and things only happen to, to you. you. But <laughs> yes. I feel one of the weird things that we've been able to help with is we're like, hey, crap happens with everybody. <laughs> yes. Look at what this person's going I through. I like, And exactly. it somehow makes it feel okay. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, like my disaster property over here yeah. actually looks good <laughs> compared to like, that oh, what? what are you doing I over there? <laughs> that's a disaster that's a real disaster. Makes it's, you feel normal a little bit. True. It yeah. really helps. True. And the the value or mm-hmm. the benefit of real estate isn't holding it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you just sell it the first time there's a problem, yes. you yeah. never you never make money. Sure. And uh so that's it's weird. It's like we're this weird support system of sharing mm-hmm. horror stories yes. and it's somehow the, the it justifies it all. Yeah. So uh Yeah, it, it does.
2: So. Even your own stories. I mean remember that one you share in the basement. You know the overflow and whatnot. Everyone that that made us yeah, toughen yeah. yeah, up. Nick,
0: Nick says I explained the story incorrectly and that I exaggerate. It doesn't
2: matter. The point is, it helps. <laughs> I'm glad you're bringing this up because I don't think any I don't think anybody experienced that. No. So it's like. It's here, and we're all below yeah. here. So what the heck? Yeah.
0: Keep going, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to share it really quickly for those people who don't understand. I'll sum it up. We had a sewage backup in one property. Two plumbers are in the property. They're snaking it out, and they they pull something out. I'm already there for like half an hour. Nick comes late. Nick walks in right as they snake something out, and literally, I apologize for the language right now. Shit starts coming up through the thing, and it starts flowing to our new furnace that we had just replaced. And Nick, being the very uh, frugal uh, person that he is, sees the the wave shit going towards the furnace, and he literally i know he says i don't remember this right but i swear he did this he dove on his side put his arm out like a like a barrier and then swooshed it back away from the furnace and the plumber literally looks to me in shock he goes i've seen a lot of things in this business but i've never seen that <laughs> and i remember just standing there kind of frozen <laughs> But Nick, I think, does thinks that he didn't do that because yeah. he's like, I would have never done that. I'm like, dude, hey, I totally <laughs> saw you do that.
1: No, no, yeah. it's the di- the the dive across the room, lying <laughs> on, on my side, fully no, extended. That's, that's fully that's an
2: embellishment. No, but you know, it's, well, you know, it's, it's a like powerful a, story. It's like so. if a
1: it's like a wide receiver catches <laughs> <laughs> catches the ball wide open in his hands and the standing in the end zone versus like you know what? Ten years later, he tells a story that no. he had to like fight off three defenders and no. stuff like that. I'm right? actually completely so, accurate. on But the I did. But I do. Why would a plumber
0: turn to me and say? I've ne- literally, I've seen yeah. a lot of things in this business. I've yeah. never seen that. So, here's
1: what, so what happened was the stuff was approaching the, 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 uh, so the shit was approaching, <laughs> the stuff. was stuff the, the, was approaching the, the furnace. And these, ga- these guys are just watching it. I mean, what the hell? So, I'm looking around for something to stop it. There's nothing to stop it. So, I just start moving it back. But to be fair, there was a sink in the, because it was in like the, lawn, the, the laundry furnace room. laundry room area there right. that I was able to wash my hands. <laughs> oh, of course, immediately we, we, after. Of course, of But course. still, but yeah. Th- figure so figured that. After for we most started throwing
0: paper towels. After <laughs>
1: that, <laughs> most of it was yeah. accurate. I just, I, yeah. don't, I don't remember lying on my side. But there was a little bit of hand shoveling shit. Yes. Well, that, I have that to I will, say. I
0: will. If, look, I'll, I'll give you maybe one knee. You know, you were down. But I'm pretty sure. It, look,
1: if I knew that we would share that story <laughs> with the world, as we've done multiple times my old thanks to I my see, older brother now. I don't now. see any
0: harm with the story <laughs> I'm though. not oh,
1: sure it would, have, uh, it would have occurred. Yeah. You know? We've yeah. both done crazy. But here's things. the good news is we saved the furnace. Yes. Brand new yes, furnace. Yes. It was in tip top shape after that <laughs> yeah. still.
2: And, I, and I believe you save a lot of investors to get away with their properties because when they have problems I think they always think back to that story and say if Nick can do this and, and survive so Nick can shovel shit and with be so man. powerful now then what oh, the heck this is nothing to walk in the park the thing <laughs> is we have
0: to document all the other stories so I remember one time I was in Disney World and Nick was uh, some pumping out a flooded basement he goes I hope yeah. you're hope you're I won't use any swear words I hope you're having a great time in Disney World <laughs> as I'm here so, Taking no, s- you know what happened? It was it was I was sitting on. So I'm like, I was like, actually, I'm having a great time. Yeah, I hope that's going. On. So I was
1: sitting on the basement stairs, and there was uh, laminate flooring in this basement. It was at a student property, and we had never had water in this. It was one of the winters. Remember, there was a winter where it got so cold there was frost cracks in Toronto yes. and stuff. So I guess some ground had shifted or whatever. So somehow water came in during the thaw. And there was all this water underneath the laminate floor. So I basically, the laminate floor wrapped around the stairs where the, the stairs meet, meet the con- concrete floor. Mm-hmm. So there's a little gap there. And I realized if I just sit there with the, the shop vac, mm-hmm. the water just all oh, comes to that come location. Back. So oh. I was just sitting on the stairs, holding the <laughs> shop vac. I swear to God for like two hours. I had to keep going up and, and emptying it. So I'm like, what the hell? And like, so I'm like, so, but, so I had lots of time to think, right? So okay. first I'm like, I'm going to go call, tell Tom that he's crap for not being here and doing this. And I'm the one that has to deal with it. And then the second thing is what it made me think. And this is where I, I was like, man, look, I'm just sitting here. And then I thought about all the time I'd spent in that house. And then I thought about how much in cash flow mm-hmm. that had generated, that house mm-hmm. had generated and the equity buildup in that house yeah. over the we, – we now have owned that house for 20 years, right? So there's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh, how much, how many hours have I spent here doing this type of stuff? Because early on, we were doing more of the work ourselves too. So I had spent, we had spent more time there and stuff. And I'm like, wow, like this sucks. Like I'm not happy right now. Because I, I remember I was, I was, ju- I just lit the barbecue with the family. I opened a beer. Mm-hmm. It was a Sunday afternoon, and I'm like, oh, this is great. This yeah. spring's here. Yeah. I'm gonna barbecue, have a couple of beers Sunday afternoon. This is great. And that's when I got the call to go down. I'm like, damn it. But then when I realized the amount I would, by hour, how much I guess I had earned by owning that property for the amount of time that I had been there, I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this is like the most profit, <laughs> this, sitting here on the stairs with the shop vac, like the most profitable I thing I can be doing in my life. You know what I mean? So that's like, that's it was nothing, interesting huh? that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of gave me some clarity. Absolutely. I was still pissed off at him yeah. though. <laughs> for
0: to Richard, how did you, uh, how did you launch the Amazon? Like, so you do all this real estate stuff. Yeah. How does this Amazon
3: business start up? Well, you know, we we've been buying property for a while and I got introduced to the Amazon thing through one of the rock star entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurship summit. class Oh cool. Well, yes, so yeah. maybe through Greg and, Brian Brian and, and those Brian. guys? Okay, cool. That's right. Cool. And I I was I was intrigued. And then a year passed and I was still intrigued. I went to the next one and they came back and talked about it again. I'm like And hey. their
0: numbers were all getting bigger. Yeah and I'm like, yeah.
3: Hey, a year just passed. Okay, let me go look at this thing. So yeah. I, I went and I I, I found a, a course and I, I joined it and then another year passed there. <laughs> <Been, laughs> and then I was reading this thing and it talked about all these new Amazon accounts that are being created and they were like, I don't know exactly the number, but let, I'm going to make up some numbers. So let, let's say it's 14 million accounts created um, in this period. And then they said, but of those 14 million, only 10% of the people that own those accounts actually do anything with them like the other 90% they've never sold one thing from the account that's open and they're just paying fees and I'm like hold on let me look back I'm like oh it's another year I have an account I've never sold anything on it yet I'm in this 90% (laughs) I'm like I cannot be in this 90% I have to come out of this I have to come. and so I decided to then kick it up a little bit and oh and then I um started to do something there and I got I got more serious in it and the reason why I'm doing it is actually because we were at a point where we had a bunch of properties, and we didn't feel, you know, when you, after you buy properties from like eight years ago, you look at the new price and like, I'm not buying that. Totally, yeah. <laughs> every investor, every investor falls into that. I'm not here. buying yeah. that. Yeah. So how much do you want for that home? <laughs> exactly. It's the same so. thing. <laughs> the same
1: Canada versus U.S. thing <laughs> yes. you had years ago, yes. right? Yeah. yeah.
3: So I'm like, I have to do some. I have to find something else for us to do because we need to to get some more. I mean we don't need to but yeah we have to keep keep going and um, I decided with this way if I can find a way to invest a smaller amount of money but uh, get some good returns then mm-hmm. I'll do that and basically I'm at the point now where I have two products and I'm I'm trying to build that business as well yeah.
0: Yeah. very cool very cool.
3: That's uh, that's exciting. That's where
1: that engineer mind frame, like yeah. for that that side of things, because you have to analyze so much with that. Yes. That that mindset and that skill
0: is really a skill
1: that you have to be able to think like that so methodically. Right. It's it comes in it comes in handy because I know from the other people that I've seen be successful at it. I'm sure there's people not everyone that has been successful. At Amazon have it, but mm-hmm. the ones that I've seen that have created some success with it are all very good, very analytical yeah. with that, very structure oriented. Yes. You know, it's helpful. I think.
3: And the thing that I've learned over time as I go and do these other things that are not real estate. I'm glad I started with real estate first. Because you go into some of these courses, and everybody they think that oh, I'm going to do this business, and next week I'm going to be a millionaire. Yes. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah, <laughs> you need to suffer. And then, that's yeah. right. <laughs> And then when I'm looking back, I'm like, come on. If I were, if I go invest in a property right now, I'm not expecting next week to have a million dollars cash flow, or next month. It's gonna be like years. <laughs>
0: right? The turtle wins. though. our account, our late accountant. Yeah. Uh, he always told us that you know the turtle wins the race. Yes. The, yes. The, him and his young colleagues, when they were younger, accounts they were mm. always in by the businesses who yeah. went straight up, but those yeah. ones usually always came know. down. Yeah. But the ones he yeah. said that just stayed like turtles, Slowly, yes. they really built into something. And the reason I'm personally so excited what, that you're doing the Amazon business is that you're learning so many business building skills mm-hmm. yes. that your children, whether they want these skills or not, right. you can pass those along. And you. I feel like the next 10 years <laughs> is all about real estate in, 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 in data. Yes. Like the, the concept of owning data, analyzing mm-hmm. data. Cause what you're doing is arbitrage. Basically mm-hmm. you're looking for opportunities yeah. on Amazon. And I think that's just going to extrapolate further. Yeah. And so your combination of the real world, real estate, but mm-hmm. understanding the real estate of the online world yeah. are going to be a powerful combo. Yeah. And, uh, and then the, the, when we can have people like Greg and Brian, um, sharing that information, people we trust yes. and that you're doing that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which huh. is really, really cool. How old are your kids?
2: Um, 23 and, um, 18.
0: And you know. so uh, they've seen this, are they into
2: it at all? Well, or at they're just kind of... No, at these ages, they don't want to talk to their parents Well, at 23, right exactly. 20,
1: 18, <laughs> I agree At 23, 23 maybe, you know? Yeah.
2: So not yet. The, not, not so much yet. No. I, I think they're, yeah. They're, well, everyone's got but their we, own path too, right? You know, too, we, right? we have our, you know, at the dinner table, we talk a lot. So they, they know what we do and we talk a lot about them. We try to teach them a lot of this stuff, but sometimes I feel they hear it goes through and whatnot, but sometimes they, they're listening they ask questions but yeah so all we can do keep you know keep, you're there if they need sure them yes exactly need,
1: yeah, Exactly. at that age thing. man I, I didn't I wasn't thinking anything about oh, this so I was yeah. just like hey how, how quickly can I get to go to my friends I'm gonna go so yeah I yeah exactly so. I'm gonna buy yeah. shots
0: at the bar for everybody and i was just like doing these hand motions like I got shots on me at the bar I'm like you know how many properties I could have bought if I just took all all that money but so Ingrid then how do you go to writing the you know your book is now the final phase it sounds like it is give us the title of the book and then the reason
2: yes so the title of my book is good grades rock but um a plus is not equal to success and that came out of um just my students like you know i'm a math teacher i'm the calculus teacher the advanced functions teacher and you know i had the medical doctor the dentist you know all those guys but you know as time Goes by, you realize that um, students they're, they're coming out and complaining, you know, especially in the past five years, they complain that they're not getting the jobs that I mean, it, maybe the doctors and that but you know we have the computer programmers and what you know. So they' I used to have students who go to work for Google, Yahoo, and you know Facebook, and but it's not so much anymore. So the jobs are not available anymore, and so they come out and they're complaining about student loans, you know. And I remember, I still they always come to look for me at and week you know and even after at at the end of their their program they come and i have connection with some of them so we go for lunch sometimes and i remember last fall i was at lunch with one of them and he was like miss you tricked us and i'm like what what do you mean by you you uh, we tricked you yeah you told us if we work hard Put in the effort get the grades go to university work hard get the grades come out get a good degree we'll be fine well miss i'm not fine yeah so, so yeah and and i started thinking about about it before that right because the book I, I really finished pretty much finished the book last year but it was just building up right it was building up that they were complaining that you know, it's not happening. Some of them have to start taking jobs that you know menial jobs just to just to get by. It wasn't even enough to cover their student loan and stuff like that. And then I realized that you know we're sending these kids out without financial education, right? Um, so yes, they were doing well in school, but they weren't doing um, well financially after because they really didn't know. And a lot of I remember um, some of them started working, you know, from in school. They just didn't have time to do their homework. And I uh, get in their case. Um, why didn't you get your homework done? And i like, miss, I have to work. And I'm like, um, I hope you're saving for tuition. They're like, miss, no, I'm buying, you know, I'm saving, I'm paying for my car, I'm paying my insurance and whatnot. I'm like, you should be paying for your tuition so that you don't have to take as much loan. I was like, miss, that's what OSAP is for. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember I said to one one day, do you know the interest rate on OSAP? You're like no um two percent it's like two percent are you kidding me yeah it's like six percent or seven percent if you're lucky and you're like what and i'm like yes so you know a lot of them they take student loan and feel like oh that's it so they come out with this mortgage around their neck already you know and they they're confused they're the they, it's it's a shock it's, it's like a shock for them because they thought that they go to school and everything will be all right and then when i look at What's happening, you know, with the economy and homes, like I think about my own boys and I'm thinking, when are they going to be able to save to come up with a down payment to pay them for a home? Even 5% these days, right? You're thinking, wow, you have a home for $500,000, you know, 5%. When are they going to be able to save that if they're not even making enough to cover their their student loans right and so i said you know what we need to change it we need to teach them some financial education and earlier you know that starts then that will be better you know i was telling giving my students an example how they can um, have a fun, you know, their parents can set up this education fund for them instead of the toys, you know, when they're one or two or whatnot, instead of getting the toys and the clothes, because sometimes like I saw my kids when they were growing up, they had stuff, I had to be throwing things out so often they grow stuff out. The toys was just so much. I had to put, you know, we had cerebral palsy would come and I just put them in a bag. The ones I see they didn't use sometimes. I just put them away and just give them away. They didn't even miss them because they had so, so much. And so I said, if, 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 um, if families could set up an education fund for 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 their children from a from a tender age instead of buying all these toys the 20 bucks that you could put towards their birthday gifts you could just contribute that to the to the fund and over time and every every time they contribute then the government puts the 20% and that would help to grow something for everybody instead of you know all these gifts that they don't need and they grow out and you know eventually they can have maybe um some funds towards tuition so they don't have to take all this loan and just teaching them how to how to make money. I mean, we realize that a lot of what we learn from, you know, from you guys, from reading, you know, all the financial education that we we learn, we learn it out of school. Right. So it's like our real schooling started when we finished school, mm. right? And I felt like we would have been further ahead if some of these things were taught in school. Right. So we focus on the grades, you know, we focus on the students getting A plus, but then what is the A plus doing for them? Right? So they need both. You know they need the A plus, but they also need to know how to make money and how to make money work for them, right? So, that's so that's right. How, how
0: do we nominate you for head of <laughs> edu- head of education in Ontario? I'm sold. I'm sold. Head Hi. of education, Ontario. How do we start the movement? There, I, I, I mean, mean it's, it's a thank big. You. It's a
1: big. It's a big topic. Do you know what I mean? But mm. you're you're absolutely right. There, it, it, there's a big gap there, like yes. a big big gap. Yes. especially as the world continues to change. And like I feel with like the it's right now, I feel like yeah. things
0: are speeding up. And, you know, I, some people are just going to, they're going to, they're not, they're going to look at this moment and they're going to have missed the boat. Yes. You know, and it's unfortunate. And mm-hmm. it, and, and I think we're all, you guys are trying, we're, try, mm-hmm. we're all trying to spread the message. Absolutely. And I think it's important. Mm-hmm. You right, know? right, right. financial education the yeah. question I have and
1: maybe when the book comes out we'll have you back or something we but will like, so I don't want to get too much but the, into the, no we don't have to answer the question just the question that I would have for you at that time is mm-hmm. like I wonder myself right. at that time if I got the information was I ready for it and would it have yeah, mattered like true. to me yeah, when I yeah. was 16 even if someone like you was teaching that to me right, at 16 right. would I have cared or I'm like yeah, oh my god why is yeah. she still talking to me my friends have already left the school I want to go I'm going to gym class I know I
0: agree but but
2: and a lot of times I think about that as well but um growing up you know I grew up with my grandparents so they were farmers right and um you guys are always talking about the multiple cash flow right multiple streams of income like look what happens now with with COVID I remember in the book uh, you know like I said the book was done pretty much last year but I remember there was one question I asked what if there was a disaster that people would just lose their job and I, I, I was saying what if there uh, a disaster where multiple industries will be wiped out. And I cannot believe a couple of months later we had the mm-hmm. pandemic, right? But one of the things, um, going up with my grandparents, you know, they, they, they had, um, so they, they were farmers and my grandma, she, she um, sold stuff in the market as well. They had a, I guess in Jamaica we call it a little shop, but it's like a convenience store, you know, or sell everything and stuff. And even though I was, my grandma died when I was 11 years old, And whatever I learned from them, it stuck with me because I remember one year we had um, floods in Jamaica that just wiped out all the crops. And you know how crops are. You have to start over from scratch, right? And if if they didn't have these multiple things that they were doing, right, they would have nothing, right? Yes, they, they had savings, and that stood out for me, too. My, my grandparents had savings. They used to help the community a lot. You know, they used to, have, you know, contribute a lot to church and whatnot. But what I remembered vividly, and that time I must have been nine years old, was that when all the crops were wiped out, right, because my, my grandparents had the convenience store, right, people were coming to get food, from my grandparents, so yeah, my grand yeah, my grandma to cook. Oh my gosh, when she, when my grandma would cook, she would cook for like a hundred people. I I, I don't I just don't get it, and people were coming to, to get food. Right now, if they didn't have these multiple streams of income going on when all the crops were wiped out, what would we have done? Mm-hmm. Right, and they could help and, and other farmers. That's all they had, and so when they didn't have that, they had nothing. Right, and so even though I was young. So, you know, in response to your question, Nick, um, at age 16, would you um, would it stick when you but see it when you, when you see it like that? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, if, yeah, you good keep, point. if you keep seeing it, because one of the things that a little hit here, a little miss there, you know, no, but it should be embedded in everything that we do. It should be something that kids, you know. Parents talk about what their kids growing up, and then they go to school. They hear it every class they go into. They hear it, and I believe if it becomes just second nature, then it will become a part of everybody. Because I know it became a part of me, right? Saving so for gra- rainy days. I remember, I you know, my grandpa would always say, always save for rainy days. And I felt like that day was a real rainy day when we had those floods, and it really, it really panned out well. Literally so, a rainy exactly, day. it was literally a rainy day, you know. So I feel like if 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 we make it a part of the culture, because a lot of people they don't talk. About Money. They don't talk about debt and all these things, and 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 because of that, you know, it doesn't become a part of. You have no context. You don't know how to make the decisions, and I feel like
0: it should be out there. Exactly. So I I I have to wrap, unfortunately, but we. I feel like we're just getting started into this (laughs) subject, so we're definitely going to have you guys back because I want to talk about your book. Yes. And all the stuff in your book, so we're bringing you guys back. Absolutely. Richard, you're welcome. I, earlier, I said in- I was only trying to say only Ingrid because I didn't want to that's take. Okay, all your he's time. coming with you me. Come go, good. Both of you are coming back. I feel right like, hand. yeah, I feel like we're just we're just getting started with you too. So. She just wants <laughs> me to drive her over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that too. That <laughs> far. We're not that far. We're not that. Far. Anyway, guys, thank you so really, thank you so much. I mean, you sharing your story the way you do in the newsletter with your member of the month story with Rockstar members, you coming on this podcast and sharing your story. I know there's going to be one person out there who hears this and, and it possibly changes their context and then their lives. Right. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much. And we're going to do you. this again.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank Looking you. forward thank you. to it. Thank, thank you. you, guys. I
0: Hey, everyone, it's Tom Kradzis. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode. I'm sure you picked up on the passion that Ingrid and Richard have for real estate and just for life in general. We are very grateful and blessed to be able to work with great people like them. We're definitely bringing them back again to talk about Ingrid's book. And if you are listening to this and you want some real estate information specific to the GTA and the Golden Horseshoe right here in Canada, you can visit www.rockstarinnercircle.com. On that website, you're going to find some of the latest reports that we've published, free copy copies of the real estate books that we have, access to different videos that we've put out there, links to different podcasts like this that we have, everything that you can imagine, including access to the introductory 90-minute real estate training class that we put out there that discusses how we're we're working with investors right now in the GTA and the Golden Horseshoe to buy income-producing real estate that produces cash flow. You can get access to that class by visiting www.rockstarinnercircle.com. That's it for now. Until next time, your life, your terms.